ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for What Do You Call It Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of What Do You Call It Podcast. I'm your host, GB, and the word legend is overused in wrestling these days. But today's guest, her father was a bona fide wrestling legend. Today's guest is the daughter of the late, great Dynamite Kid. Please give it up for Dynamite Doll, Bronwyn Billington. How are you doing today? You all right? I'm doing so good. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for coming on. Uh, as I tweeted out, anyone that knows me properly knows that... Um, you know, I'm a bit giddy about this interview just because your dad really was a legend and, you know, one of the best of all time. So I'm going to kickstart this by not talking about wrestling. I want to ask, because we're basically at the end of the pandemic now, yeah. did you discover any hobbies or any TV series during the pa uh, pandemic? <laughs> you know, for me, I really learned how to just be happy in my own little bubble. I'm a very social person. I always mm. have to be on the go. So I've really learned how to just relax and just be happy with my just my family at home. Yeah. So now that the pandemic's over and we have the freedom to go do stuff, I'm still just like staying at home and happy with my kids and my fiance. And so I think it really slowed, made me learn how to slow down and I'm appreciating it. So yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. So I've got to ask, what was your first wrestling related memory? First wrestling related memory might be that we had a wrestling ring in our backyard growing up. Um, we lived on a great big acreage out just outside of Calgary in Springbank and we had a big barn and there was a wrestling ring in there. So I, I can remember me and Brett's kids, those are my cousins, wrestling around in there. We were probably three, four years old and I'd always be like, I miss Elizabeth and my cousin would <laughs> be Macho Man and then Jade would be Scary Sherry. So that's probably my earliest memories and just our dads always on the go and coming home with their suitcases, with their gear. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's, those are probably my earliest memories. That's awesome. <laughs> Which wrestlers were the nicest to you, by the way, backstage? Uh, Macho Man, for me. I have a lot of pictures of Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. I was always hanging out with them backstage, and they would mail me birthday cards with money in it. They just adored me. So. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> One of my favorites. <laughs> they were so sweethearts. How was Matilda as a pet, by the way? So Matilda was more Davy's pet. Um, oh, okay. Pet. Yeah, they he took him home or took her home off the road. So I'm ah. not too sure what she was like at home with them, but I know that she was a little a little bitey with the kids. Like we had to be cautious around her. So maybe oh, okay. uh, Harry and Georgia had a different experience. I'm not too sure. But <laughs> and when did you discover that your dad was a superstar? When did it sink in? Like, okay, he's actually a big deal. Uh, I think I was, I mean, I was in kindergarten and he was home from wrestling on the road and they had some kind of family barbecue at school. And so my dad came to that event because he was actually in town and my mom and him came and everyone the next day was saying that I was such a lucky duck that my dad was a wrestler. Mm. And I didn't even understand because that was just all I was used to. But he had a really like a certain appearance, like the big muscles and he probably was wearing a tank top and jeans and like cowboy boots back then and aviator glasses so i think he just had a look that he was like famous or a star so everyone was like yeah so <laughs> and then as i got older it was when the internet became bigger and everyone started googling things and telling me have you looked this up on your dad and and that's when i really realized like how huge he was 
fans still talking about to this day. Uh, did you ever go to Japan to see your dad wrestle? No, I wish. I've never been to Japan. It's totally on my bucket list. Nice. I'd love to go there as well. As I know, you've been to England and I live here. Hey. Um, I want to hear what are your favourite things about England? I think I have to say the fish and chips because it's not the same over here. And the tea, even the tea is so much better over there. And the chocolate. I don't know why it's so different, but it is. So even I picked up some tea and brought it home and it's still not the same when you make it at home. So I think it's the milk and everything like the, I don't know, you guys just have the best dairy over there. But Nice, I love it. The pubs, I just love the pub life and the double-decker buses and the accents, of course. But we're not all posh, though, like a lot of Americans think we are. <laughs> well, I know, my dad is not from a very posh area. So. <laughs> oh, wicked. I know you're big into your music. Um, so I'm just going to switch off from the rest a little bit. And I have to ask, what have been some of your favourite concerts and some of your favourite gigs that you've been to? Okay, so my absolute favourite is Marilyn Manson, who isn't um, very popular right now with everything that's going on in his personal life. But I'm yeah. learning how to separate the, the art from the artist. So awesome he's my music. favorite. Yeah, I'm not going to abandon him. So the first time I got to see him was with my fiancé. We were just a new couple and... I think we were only dating for about a week and he said he had an extra ticket to Marilyn Manson and I was like are you kidding me like that's my number one guy and I'm like so right then and there I knew this was the man for me so um, <laughs> this particular concert was just in a in Lethbridge which is a smaller city outside of Calgary a couple mm. hours away so a, a smaller venue and we were on the floor and I was like you know almost an arm's length away from Manson when he came on stage and I was just just started tearing up so that's that was my an emotional opinion. one then. <laughs> yeah, that's my number one. And then, uh, what year was that? 1995 or six? I, I got to go to Soundgarden in Calgary with my uncle Brett and my, I was with my cousin Jade, Brett's daughter. And we got to go backstage and meet Chris Cornell with Brett. Oh, really? Oh, so, yeah, we couldn't sleep that night. We were so excited. And so, yeah, Soundgarden's one of my favorite bands. Chris Cornell is also one of my favorite vocalists. Mm, great voice so, on him, yeah. And back then, of course, you didn't have phones and you weren't taking as many pictures. So we got one like eight by 10 signed autograph from the band that we shared. My cousin and I shared it. <laughs> <laughs> and she misplaced it until recently. She found it in a box. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was so mad at her. I thought she threw it out. I took a picture of it. And so now I kind of have my own copy. But <laughs> was really lovely as well. And like really great with us kids. He was funny and just so handsome. <laughs> That's awesome. And um, what's your favorite Marilyn Manson album and song? Oh, can you still hear me? Yeah. Oh, awesome. So I was just asking, what is your favorite Marilyn Manson album and song? If you can name one. Yeah, well, probably Antichrist Superstar. That's the his number one album that first got me into him. Mm. Uh, but the latest album, We Are Chaos, is really good as well. So I'm loving that album. I'm really sad I'm not going to be able to see him tour it. I was really hoping uh, after this pandemic, I'd be able to go see that live, but I'm not sure that's going to happen now. Yeah, I think he's a... Uh, favorite song? Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can choose a favorite song. Just, I like it all. So many. Now, that's that's fair. Put you on the spot there. I'd probably say Beautiful People, but um, if there's just too many to name. I know you were friends, so I'm going to go back to the wrestling now, and I know you're friends with the late Andrew Martin, who most fans will know as Test. What was he like? He was so awesome. He was like a big brother to me, and I just love telling the stories like I was heading to high school mm -hmm. and they were talking about froshing and I was going to be froshed and it was all all in good fun but I was like no that's so embarrassing like I, I didn't want that to happen to me so he was going to come to my school 
like he would drive me to school, pick me up, and he was like gonna beat up these kids. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it ended up I never did get boxing. Him just showing up and being like, "Don't mess with her." That was, was enough, enough for them not to touch me. So. <laughs> yeah, nah. he was just so awesome. I have good memories with him. They stood up for you then. That's awesome to hear. Um, I know you've done managerial work, uh, but I actually want to ask: Did you have any desire to follow your dad's footsteps and become a pro wrestler? I did at a time think that I wanted to. I was after high school and I was hanging out with my cousin Teddy Hart a lot and he mm. had a program going it was called Matt Rats. So it was a bunch of kids wrestling and um, I think they had a bit of TV time and he had a, a space with a ring and everything and like everyone was getting involved even all the girl cousins were like managing and so I was like yeah well I'm you know I'm finishing high school what am I going to do with my life and Teddy mm. was really trying to get me into wrestling. I started working out and stuff and and uh I actually never really did make it into like training because something I had a falling out with my dad shortly after that. And then I just kind of blew off wrestling, but I don't know that I really ever wanted to do it. Or I just thought I could do it because my dad did it. And you know, this yeah. would make my, I had this dream. I would come back to Canada if I got into it and he'd be training me. And so I think it was just a big crazy dream in my head. Ah, awesome. One thing I'd also would like to ask is, I was going to ask, I think you just sort of mentioned it a little bit, but how was your dad after he retired uh, from pro wrestling? Did he still keep up to date with it? Did you find him sort of telling stories about his matches or just, did you just kind of switch off? I mean, he was in England. After, like when he retired, he moved back to England and I was in Canada. Yeah. So we would talk phone like every Sunday. So I don't think when we were talking, we would be talking about wrestling and stuff. But later years when we were in connection, I had shown him some wrestling matches. Uh, this would have been in like the early 2000s. And mm -hmm. he said he hadn't watched any of those since he was in them. So I don't think my dad was, you know, into like TV really or buying DVDs or anything like, or like the internet. He was just yeah. a really simple guy. So when I showed him those DVDs, he was like, I haven't seen these since I was in it. And uh, we watched them with Harry as well. Harry was in England wrestling with WWE at the time. So we watched all these matches together and he could call all the spots. He remembered everything, like what was about to happen. Uh, and he could tell us stories about the matches after. So his memory was totally there and can remember it like clear as a bell. So uh, that's good. And so he had sort of a small. He had, he had basic cable. So sometimes World of Sport would be on. He would watch that. But other than that, he didn't really have a lot of DVDs or anything like that. Oh, okay. I was actually going to ask then about Harry and Georgia. I know with your dad and their dad sort of, one of the best tag teams of all time, but then they sort of fell out. I just want to ask, what's your relationship with them as we speak? Uh, we are very close. I'm very proud to have that close relationship with them. Growing up, we weren't always in the same city or maybe not even uh, the same, you know, they might've been in Florida and I was in Canada mm. or yeah, there was, a there was a time Georgia was living in England, but we've always managed to keep our relationship close. And I'm really proud of that. Awesome. That's important to me because, you know, my dad and Davey being cousins and like the legacy that they have, I really yeah. want to keep that close relationship with Davey's kids. So I remember seeing that picture with your dad and Harry when I think you said 2007 or when they were on tour in WB. And it was just really cool to see that photo. Um, I think a lot of fans are happy um, with that. Do you keep up to date with wrestling at the moment? I... Uh, as of right now, my life's a little crazy. Just this past month, I'm falling a little bit behind, but yeah. we are only keeping up with AEW. That's just, it was new and fresh during COVID. It was something different. And so that's the one we're kind of watching the most right now. But I've yeah, been watching a little bit more 
um, NXT because like, you know, some of my friends are getting signed and now Harry's back on WWE. So I'm like, okay, I'm starting to get like a little more interested again. And, you know, Natty's a tag champ right now. So I feel like they're, they're doing some, they're making some good lead way and I'm happy with what they're doing. I'm happy to see Harry back in WWE. Do you have any favorites, by the way? Um, in WWE or? Um, just like, in general, wrestling. Current. Uh, I'm just loving Jericho. I'm a huge, huge fan of him. So that's, I, I think, a huge reason we're so into AEW. Uh, I like MJF. He's just an awesome heel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Natalia, of course. But one of my favorites is Frankie Monet. She's in NXT. She's my friend from Canada. I'm not sure if you've seen her, but really excited. She's Canadian. Her. Yeah, she's. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. She was in Calgary training with Lance Storm. And so I, I watched her like up and coming and it's been great watching her grow. Oh, nice. So I didn't actually really know that. You learn something new every day. Uh, that's cool. That's cool. It's not COVID. It's got a bit of a sore throat at the moment. Um, but, what, but what I do want to ask is Dark Side of the Ring. It came out this year and it, I did an episode featured on your dad. I thought your family came across very well in it. I yeah. want to ask, um, even like Mick Foley was tweeting about it and he was involved in it as well. But I want to ask from your point of view, how did you feel it was and what was the general reaction that you received towards the episode? Uh, we were really happy with it. Mm -hmm. uh, filmed it. I think we had to wait about six months for it to come out. So it was really nerve wracking waiting to see how they were going to put it together because you just don't know, you know, if they're going to make it all about one story or did they tell it from the beginning to the end. So we weren't sure. But when we saw it as a whole, we were really happy with it. I think that our message really came across what we were trying to say. Yeah. For me, I wanted to show that I had a great relationship with my dad and all my memories are really positive of him. I mean, there was a couple of ups and downs, but at the end showing that, you know, we, we I forgave him, um, we reconciled. Yeah. It's about, my story is a, a story about forgiveness and how it's, how powerful it is to just heal your heart and let go and just be able to le live easier that way. And, you know, my mom's message was uh, about CTE and, you know, watching for the signs and, you know, protecting your head when you're wrestling. And my sister as well, her story is a story of, about forgiveness and as well, because she never met my dad. So we were really happy with the way it all turned out. So I thought it was fantastic. It yeah. Was... And then uh, reading all the positive feedback after, honestly, it was 98% positive. I think yeah. really... We really did what we wanted to do and we were happy with it. I feel with Dark Side of the Ring, they've just got a perfect balance. Yeah, you know, exactly. With some, okay, some not so good things, but also some good things. And just, they like to interview as many people that they can, as opposed to being one-sided. It was absolutely superb. I just mentioned it, Mick Foley. Um, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, uh, <laughs> had a memorable match against your dad. And um, I just want to ask, has he reached out to you as well? Yeah, we're actually good friends. We talk like multiple times a year. I actually talked to him today. Oh, did you? Nice. Yeah. Love Mick Friday. Kind of jealous of that. <laughs> I love Nick. He's just the biggest sweetheart. And we're so appreciative of like his contribution to the episode. Mm. You know, someone as you know, big as him in the industry to say the words he said about my dad. And, you know, yeah, he he broke his jaw, but he still like thinks the world of my dad and thought it was an honor that he did that. So yeah. <laughs> it's like thank you. Yeah. <laughs> only only in wrestling that would happen, isn't it? <laughs> he say that as a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> um we've seen Davy Boy Smith go into the Hall of Fame. Uh finally, I have to say that. If your dad was to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, who do you think he'd want to induct him? Would you say, would he beat family or any friends that he could 
possibly choose if he could have the option? I think it would be his children. Yeah. So me, my brother, my sister. Nice. Whichever, whichever ones of us felt comfortable standing up there, I definitely would. So. I hope it happens one day because I know he's in the Observer Hall of Fame, but, you know, just to have that moment. And I think with um, Dayboy Smith going in now, anything's possible. Exactly. I think it's just opened up a door to, yeah, the possibility of it happening. Um, them as a tag team or, you know, eventually maybe my dad is solo career i really look forward to that happening oh it'd be brilliant like um what is your favorite match of your dad's career i think that i have to uh, you know there's so many i could mention but i think i just have to say wrestlemania 2 with uh ozzy osbourne as their manager it's just so cool me being a rock girl yeah born ringside it's just amazing so I guess oh, it's a fantastic dream. match bulldog versus the dream team that's a brilliant match i really like that one thing i want to quote and as I'm going to sort of wrap it up a little bit, it's Lance Storm. He tweeted us out the day that your dad passed away. And I think it's just a really, really good quote. He actually said the following, every wrestler under 200 pounds likely owes a debt of gratitude to the Dynamite Kid. He inspired so many and helped change the sport. In the ring, he was incredible. The only t-shirt I've purchased was a British Borders t-shirt, which I wore at WrestleMania 4. I want to ask you, how do you want fans to remember your dad? I mean, yeah, basically Lance was right. Like he was the one that paved the way for smaller guys in a business that really at that point was, you know, big, huge dude. So, mm. um, and he was so ahead of his time and even his matches hold up today. So people still look at those matches and study them and are still in awe of their, his athleticism back then holds up today. And even though he was, smaller in stature he was always the biggest man in the room that's awesome he's a legend fans still talk about to this day do you have any funny heart stories by the way because you hear the household was a bit of a nutty place but i want to hear if you have any stories you'd like to share on here um, about your if you was there quite a lot of times hmm, what's my funniest story gosh so you're talking like Stu Hart's house yeah I, I can't think of a funny story at the moment I can think of a like funny, funny story growing up with wrestlers, but it wasn't at the Hart House. It was at Brett's mm. house. So that's, oh, okay. Um, yeah. So it was in the 90s sometime and wrestling was in Calgary. And after everyone had a great big barbecue with all the wrestlers at Brett's house and it was summertime and we were probably like nine years old or something like that. So this was, yeah, I think it was about nine. And there was like Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, The Undertaker, Tatanka, like Paul Bearer, like so many big names, they were all there, and we were having a huge super super soaker water fight with them. But they <laughs> thought it would be hilarious. It was uh, it was Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, and I think One Two Three Kid, and they went and filled them up with milk, and were just soaking us kids down with milk. <laughs> water guns just spraying us down with milk. Like how funny is that? <laughs> oh, imagine the oh, just just a swell. <laughs> yeah, like our parents are probably just freaking out. Our moms like. Go shower, wash your clothes, take those clothes off. <laughs> uh, we were always backstage, probably annoying all the wrestlers. And yeah. Who did you find yourself annoying the most backstage then? I know you mentioned about Macho and Liz, but was there any other wrestlers that you sort of uh, got on well with or played with or, you know? I would. Uh, I don't know about me, but Blade was always, Blade's Brett's youngest. He was always bugging everyone because he was the youngest and he was energetic. So he was just like, I think he really liked Doink the Clown. He was bugging him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Probably just anyone we could. 
Ah, oh, wicked, wicked. Um, I know your dad's got some awesome merchandise. It's Wrestle Merch, isn't it? Central. Yes. So that, that's where it's open. Yeah, Wrestle Merch Central. And it's our U our first UK store. So I'm really excited about that. I think we have about five designs right now, five or six designs, but I'm going to be adding more as we go. We just wanted to get it open and start going. You can get um, like hoodies and there's beanies on there. There's coffee mugs. Super exciting. I love it. I'm going to order a bunch today, actually. No, nah, it looks good. I really like the designs on the page. Yeah. And he's also got a figure coming out as well from Cello Toys. Uh, Cello Toys, as well as Junk Shop Dog, they're coming out with... Um, oh, that Japanese-style one. Yeah, yeah, the Sofa V line. That looks cool. I might, yeah. uh, and they also just announced <laughs> yesterday they're going to be making a Tiger Mask one. Yeah. So you have to definitely get both of those. and Just recreate the magic that happened. Um, they're, they're action figures, not toys. Uh, <laughs> um, just... <laughs> <laughs> do you still have any of your dad's memorabilia? I do. I'm actually surrounded by some right now. Da -da -da! <laughs> you see that, Kate? Oh, I love it. Legendary. Yeah, some Japanese plaques. Love it. I just, I just can't get my eyes at the robots. That's history, that is. I know. I love a bunch of other trophies from Japan. And I have a, I have a bunch of... There's like, there's gear over there and... Nice. Can you see? Yeah. Figures as well, I pretty much have all of them. Have WWE been in contact with you about any of this memorabilia? Because I know they're doing that show now. Yeah. WWE Treasures or something, isn't it? I haven't watched the show, but wasn't it, is it to get the family the memorabilia back or is it to get... For to get WWE it, to get like, it WWE. so they can show it off. It's, it's okay, it's not too bad. You can tell it's kind of fake though, the, the negotiations. It's a... Yeah. But it's still cool to see some stuff, though. Um, I know they had the Dream Team on there, um, who your dad faced at WrestleMania too. So that was that was quite cool. Um, dad popped back and on it. He's just brilliant. <laughs> um, I've recorded a bunch, but I haven't watched them yet. Nah, they're not too bad. You you might enjoy them. Um, who are some of your dad's closest friends uh, in the wrestling business? Uh, so Brett, of course, like Brett and Jim, just they're basically all brother-in-laws. So and with yeah. Katie as well. But Bad News Allen was one of his best friends. I'm not sure if you're oh, familiar with Bad News Allen. Allen. He was yeah. a stampede wrestler. Yeah. So we spent a lot of time with his family growing up. And uh, Harley Race, I think those are two of his best friends. And then, of course, the two that you saw on Dark Side. So Scott McGee and uh, Dan Spivey. Oh, yes. Uh, well, yeah, mercy. My, dad, yeah. my, dad friends, my dad was friends with Ultimate Warrior, too. I remember a time he stayed at our house for, like, a week. Um, oh, Warrior State Vangels. I remember him, like, Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, they're best. Yeah. Oh, dear. Just... Well, um... So, yeah, those are probably his closest in, in the business. One thing I have to ask, Jacques Rougeau, who did appear in the documentary, has he ever reached out to you? No. He hasn't? No. <laughs> Just thought I'd no. ask. No, no, that's, yeah. no that's, uh, that's fair. Well, I'm going to back the interview up. I want to thank you for coming on today, being quality, smile like a kid. Uh, where can fans find you on social media? Yeah, so I'm on Twitter, so it's at DynamiteDoll84, and then Instagram, it's just my name, Bronwyn Jewel. Awesome. And is there anything you want to plug as well? Yeah, just, I mean, we have our Pro Wrestling Tees t-shirts. We've had that going for a while, but yeah, like you said, Wrestle Merch Central is coming out with, or the, it's already open, the store's live now, so mm. t-shirts. And yeah, the Junk Shop Dog uh, figure is going to be coming out really soon, so just watch my social media for that, that, uh, a date that it's coming out awesome it's so i'm so glad that we can actually now have all this merchandise your dad 
you know, it's lucky never left, you know, the wrestling business. And it's a way to sort of... Georgia's really inspiring. She's doing such an amazing job with her dad. And um, I just see how anything's possible. And even, you know, with you connecting with me, everyone that she does interviews with are connecting me with me now. And so it's just great. Yeah, it's great. I just... I think obviously it was a bit difficult because we're quite busy, but the fact that you've made the time uh, to come to the show, I, I can't thank you enough. Much appreciated. But for everyone that's listened to this episode, thank you. There will be more episodes of What You Called It podcast coming out very soon. But for now, have a good weekend and a big shout out to my godson for his christening tomorrow. That's probably going to have people's heads, but... <laughs> Hello, everyone. I have a special announcement for my next guest. I am the Dynamite Doll and I'll be appearing on What Do You Call It podcast. Yeah, I heard. <laughs>